Hi, my name is Farron and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples. You know, I keep putting topics aside as far as what I want to tell you, what I want to talk about on this podcast, and it's not intentional. It just feels really strange and increasingly more strange to record a helpful podcast about personal development and well-being when a gender reveal party causes such a blaze it basically affects the entire state of California. I mean, I can't even begin to understand why something like this has happened over something like gender. Overall, everything has changed so much and it continues to do so at a very rapid rate. And it's just oddly, oddly I don't even want to say that it's funny because it's a terrible tragedy, but for something as ridiculous as gender to cause 14,000 acres or more, I'm not even sure of the number, um, to burn in the state of California is, is a really odd thing to happen. Now, even without the details, just, just the fact that that had to happen just blows my mind. It's just, for many years, I've been calling life weird. And this year is just topped it. There's just no weird is just nothing. Weird as is as boring a word as beautiful is at this point. It just has no it has no resonance anymore, I guess. Just so odd. So odd. So what do you do when the world seems to be going further and further into basically insanity? I mean it's different everywhere, don't get me wrong, right? What is it that someone would do if they, in fact, had all of the assumed ability to do so, right? What would someone do? What do you do when the world outside is just going completely nuts? Well, if given the resources and ability to do so, when the world goes crazy, we take care of ourselves and the ones closest to us, right? And then it keeps going right? What then? Again, the house, you, your body, it's all, it's like, it's like returning to practice, you taking care of yourself, right? And it just keeps going. It's a big return. We keep returning. We keep returning. And then the questions start coming. They come, they come at a very rapid rate. How long? For what? What's going to change? What's coming back? And what for? And who chooses what? And then add fire and smoke. Okay, great. And it's not just California that's on fire. I I understand that. Granted, I live in the city of San Francisco, and I don't know if you've looked at the smoke charts, but San Francisco, basically what has been happening is our fog is replaced with smoke. And I get that that's kind of a random and very... um, not all that accurate thing to say scientifically, but it's what it looks like when you live in a foggy area. Um, That's what it looks like to me. And for the past few days, we haven't 
the air quality has been worse than ever. And, you know, it doesn't surprise me that this is happening this year, but it's not like we weren't going to have forest fires if, if 2020 wasn't as weird as this is, you know? Anyhow, okay. So here we are. We're turning, right? What do you do when the world goes crazy? Well, you have to take care of yourself. What does one do when the world goes completely bananas? Well, again, it starts to seem never-ending, but you have to come back. You have to return. There's nowhere else to really go at this point. The thing is, is that this can cause such confusion that on a personal level, the you and you has to come to terms. You have to come to terms with it from wherever you are. So we all have different situations. A lot of people um, can't pay their rent. There's um, no income. There's little income. There's income being dispersed between families and things like that. There are many people moving. There are many people leaving cities that they've been living in for years and years. Some are very happy about this move. Some feel like their life is just being torn completely apart. While I completely understand both sides, we all have to individually come back to where we are. There is an infinite amount of choices. Once we are in a place to see and receive them, but getting there is a lot of work when the world is off kilter, especially as it is now. More and more people are going to bring themselves to a point of recognition. They're going to have to. There is no other choice. What they can do, working with what they have. So they'll have a recognition, what they can do, working with what they have. And something that's been helpful to me, and I feel like it's probably helpful to anybody that's choosing to listen to this right now. It's as if every experience is a key to an unknown, something completely unexpected. Now, I understand that the unknown scares a lot of people, but at this point... If we haven't taken the time to consider what the unknown actually is and how that can nourish us, something's going to happen where you're going to have to do that. Even on a small level, even on a small level, it doesn't have to be a big thing. You can start this with small things. It is not, it doesn't have to be a giant impact on your day-to-day life. Over time though, things will change in a way that is extremely nourishing and you will find that the challenging things will not feel so challenging because your perspective will just naturally shift in a way that it is sustainable. So if everything is a key to an unknown, something that is unexpected that could possibly help you in some way, the question then falls on, falls on, how do you get there? I mean, this is a very good question. Every single person at some point asks this question. And the answer is you're already here, which has a tendency to add to the confusion in a very challenging way especially if it's not given further explanation. So if you're sitting here going, 
all right, I want to get to the place where I can be open to receive. How do I get there? And then you go to someone spiritual and you ask them that question. And they say, well, you're already here. To some people, this really upsets them. And I totally understand that. It's a vague statement. And if you're not ready to do some work around that statement, it might just turn you off. It's like closing a door, closing a book. Here's the thing. What they mean is there's nowhere to travel to. I like to think of this as the universe inside me. Sure, traveling to vortex locations and taking a spiritual pyramid, (laughs) pyramid, what is that? Taking a spiritual pilgrimage. Why is that such a hard word to say? Anyhow, these are valuable things. They definitely add value. There is an energy that you can feel and, and understand and you can spend time there. It gives you space to feel it out. Sooner or later, though, you have to find your way home. If you have to travel outside of your, your general vicinity, outside of your body or your home, to accomplish some spiritual task, and you have to continue to do that. This is what we like to call in the consciousness community, busy work. There's nothing wrong with it. It is very, there's a lot of humbleness there. There's a lot of nourishment and it's beautiful, but some people need to move on from there. It's possible that you're one of those people that wants to move on from there. And that's not a bad thing to ask about, but here's the thing, there's nowhere to go. It's just something different that you can do with your perspective. So sooner or later, you have to find your home in your body as you are in this life. And this idea has a tendency to disappoint some people. I think it's because they think the mystery is then removed. Disappointment. Geez, you mean I have to do this life thing? There isn't some spiritual out? You mean I can't become high vibe enough that I can completely ignore what's happening in my life and the people around me? Oh, you mean I can't separate myself from these normal people that don't look at spiritual things? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Anybody that's separating themselves in that way is causing more challenge for themselves we don't need to judge them but at the same time this isn't what we're doing as conscious people we're not doing that and so when people figure out that they have to do their life this has a tendency to disappoint some of them because they think that the mystery has been removed when in actuality This brings you right to the door of mystery. It really, it takes you right there, which is why it's so confusing and why people get so upset and possibly turn around and walk away. Mystery is collapse of control. Given some time, a new timeline appears. Your seeking of mystery will be resolved. There's nothing wrong with this, but there is a resolution to, that will be, uh, that will appear. There is a resolution. There's a reason 
this groove in the record is being repeatedly ground by the needle. There's a reason. But you have to choose whether or not you want to keep going around in that way. It's not even as tricky as it sounds. The tricky part is understanding it. Understanding what not to understand anymore. The seeking of mystery will be resolved. The solution is reception. Not in any way outside of where you are and how you do you. This is one of those things that also confuses people. Everyone would love to have a map. A step-by-step. These maps and steps are wonderful and they've helped a lot of people. The thing is that there are details there that you might miss if you only follow the map. So if you are using some steps, keep using them. Just try to look on the sides of the steps, below the steps, above the steps. Do you get what I'm saying? There are things there for you that the original person that drew the map may not have noticed because the information wasn't for them. Keep using the map. Just add your own information. So what do you do for you when the world outside is going completely bonkers? Well, you find all the ways to chill out and be aware understand that you're in the place that you're in for a reason and I don't mean that in a lofty way everybody has a way to work with what they have work with what you have yeah that is what I got for you this week thank you so much for listening I know that it's weird out there I would love to hear from some of you about what your experiences are whether you're dealing with forest fires or politics or whatever it is whatever country you're in whatever state you're in shoot me an email hungryforapplespodcast at gmail.com and let me know what you have going on I'm very curious again thanks for listening bye now All right, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron. And feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.